0: This episode of the Mike and Paul Show is brought to you by Winners and MyWinners.com. Tis the season to be jolly at Winners and Thank you, Paul. All month long in December, Winners customers can earn bonus rewards on their play at select tracks. Paul, did you know you get rewards every time you place a bet with Winners? Oh, baby. That's right. Must be a Winners Reward member to qualify. Free to sign up. Little too cold to go outside? No worries. Twelve days of special offers with Winners Online wagering starts today. That's right, baby. Winners Online members can earn cash bonuses at multiple tracks each day starting today through December 23rd. Race to mywinners.com for more information on our holiday specials or to find a winner's location nearest you. Stay tuned for the Mike and Paul show.
1: consider consider myself myself the luckiest luckiest man man on the face of the earth. earth. Happy year holiday season to you, Mike. How are you, my I friend? You, Paul. I'm I doing... feel—I got to tell you, before you even answer, I feel so much better this week than I did last week. Once I got all that that vitriol off my chest about the Patriots <laughs> and, and, and the all the, the haters, I feel a little bit better, even though they lost the game last week. Yeah, so, I know. Yeah. How are you? Are yeah, you good? Um, listen,
0: happy holidays to you. I, I have to say the last few days have made me wish I kind of stuck with Little League when I was a kid. but Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Or, or went into <laughs> becoming a lawyer and representing the players as an agent yeah one or one or the other give me give me a slice of that pie the world is everybody's orbiting around scott boris right now this guy (laughs) is just unbelievable how much money he is making on behalf of these players it's crazy i wonder what his house looks like it's it's probably like a small little shack. I probably right, say it's mansion. not his mansion. It's nothing special. His
0: estate looks like yeah, crazy man. That money, Jesus, and
1: that and that's the talk of the sports world right now. That you know everything revolves around football until MLB free agents start to sign these massive contracts, and then we're talking about baseball during a time that uh, you know should be about football. But I think today this podcast we will touch base on both.
0: Yeah, the, the I mean, the coal contract at uh, this. These are just astronomical figures. It's for a twenty nine year old uh, late 20s, you know, early 30s. Imagine just being handed just uh, more money that you could spend in 10 lifetimes.
1: I can't imagine. I wish I could, but I don't even know what I would My do with it God. all. He's, uh, he's a very rich man. We're, of course, talking about Garrett Cole uh, and the 2020 World Series champions, yeah. New York Yankees, right? Yeah, right,
0: right, right, right. Yeah.
1: What a contract. Uh, for those who have somehow been living under a rock, <laughs> this is a nine-year contract the richest ever handed out to a starting pitcher a pitcher of any of any kind of course 324 million it's unbelievable that's
0: amazing
1: all hinging on a wrist an elbow and a (laughs) shoulder this is nuts
0: i didn't know what it was going to take to land this guy once he became a free agent um
1: Well, I think we found out once Strasburg signed his deal, which is a huge deal. And at the time was a record setting deal. It's seven years Yeah. one day later. (laughs) This guy goes out and almost gets an extra hundred million uh, on top of it.
0: Yeah. So I I guess the the first question that that has to be asked here is, will it be worth it? Is anybody worth nine years, three hundred and twenty four million dollars?
1: So I as a Red Sox fan, as if you've been following along, you know that I'm a Boston Red Sox fan, Boston sports fan through and through. Uh, I hated when they gave out seven year deals to players. Uh, It's way too long. Now we're talking about nine year deals. Last year, I think uh, Harper got a 13 year deal, something right, like right, that. Right. right? Yeah. So he's going to be a lifetime Philly. Yep. Uh, Garrett Cole here getting nine years with a full no trade clause. My understanding is he does have one opt out after five years, but really at right. 34, you, why yeah, is he going to opt out? So of he's going to end his career as a Yankee, most likely. Uh, you would think that somewhere along the lines, the Yankees may have learned a lesson. You know, Kobe Ellsbury is <laughs> a name that comes up. But this is the missing piece to their entire pie. They've got a great offense. They've got oh, yeah. uh, it's still a really, really, really good bullpen. They just didn't have the lockdown ace. This is the guy they wanted. Cashman's been chasing this kid for eight years to my knowledge or more right they went and got him and they paid him a record salary what better team to do it than the Yankees yeah
0: I so the one thing on and asking is this deal worth it uh I think obviously he was the most sought after free agent you know going into this this year um I just I have a problem, not so much with the three hundred and twenty four million, because let's be honest, money means nothing to the New York Yankees. They could care less. Right. Exactly. Um, it's the length. Nine years is an awfully long time to be committed that much commit that much money to one guy.
1: Well, that's my take as well. Look, the money almost doesn't matter to these guys. They print it. They're selling their ugly New York Yankees hats <laughs> all over the <laughs> all Pitch over the world. Everywhere, yeah, yeah, so they they are going to make the money back. It's right. the length of time and what will be an implication of the luxury tax uh, at some point is going to impact them. I think this deal hamstrings them later on throughout the multi-years of the deal. Right. But at this stage of the game, I would say simply that uh, if they win a World Series in the next three years, it's a worthwhile of deal.
0: Absolutely. My my second question to you would be, did you see this coming? Did you think Cole was going to end up a Yankee? Absolutely.
1: Okay. Uh, I think word came out really quickly. That's exactly who they were targeting. Uh, this was I. I. This was a deal that if he ended up in Los Angeles with the Dodgers or the Angels, it wouldn't have shocked me either. Um, But I fully saw him signing with the Yankees. I did not see him getting nine years, $324 million.
0: Yeah, I didn't either. And, uh, I I just have to say it, it, I was a little, little surprised that he ended up in New York. I heard he was a West coast kid and, you know, he wanted to sign out there. Um, so it was somewhat surprising, but I I thought the writing was on the wall after, um, last year when they didn't get a, a a pitcher at the trade deadline. And then the issues with Domingo Herman doesn't look like he's going to be playing in New York or anywhere. Probably um, not. And the foreseeable future. So, um, yeah, that kind of that that kind of wasn't shocking to me that they were going after a pitcher, but I am a little surprised that they got the guy in Garrett Cole. So,
1: yeah, I, I get why you're surprised. But at the same time, the New York Yankees go get who they want and yep. they've done it time and time again. They've yep. been doing it my entire life. They're going to continue to do yep. it down the road. Um, but it's interesting, you know, the they've got a great rotation now solidified by bringing him in. Yep. You still got Severino coming Savvy. back. You've got uh Paxton who, you know, has had a history of being a really, really good pitcher. I thought that was a great signing when they brought him in. It just hasn't Likewise. panned out yet. Yep. Some guys can't hack it in New York, right? Sonny Gray, Sonny Gray syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this was a a smart signing to go get the best pitcher in the game that's available to you. And they went and got it. So I think, I think if they can win a World Series in the next three years, it's it's a worthwhile deal to answer your original so, question. So, so,
0: Paul, we're seeing what the Yankees are doing, and we're going to keep it local here for a minute. What's what's going on with your Red Sox, man? No, uh, nothing, yes. nothing noteworthy from them. <laughs> They're not in the headlines. They don't have the, the best rotation
1: in, in baseball. I mean, yeah. that's... So meanwhile, in Boston, <laughs> we are doing the complete opposite. We are trying to shed money left and right. Uh, so there was no plans to go after any of these top tier elite free agents. Uh, they made a decision that uh, the ownership group decided, hey, we're going to try and get under the luxury tax threshold this year. Um According to Alex Spear of the Boston Globe, because of higher penalties for repeat offenders, which the Red Sox have been now for a couple years in a row, Boston could save themselves, quote, close to one hundred million dollars in tax penalties over the course of the next three seasons. That's a, a lot of dinero, that's a lot of dough. <laughs> uh, of course, to do so, they'll need to get under the two hundred and eight million dollar tax line. God, baseball so ridiculous, dude! So, with these numbers, <laughs> it's so they bring so in—I uh, don't know what his title is—president of baseball ops or new general manager. The guy that's replacing Don Barowski, Hein Bloom from Tampa Bay. This guy has a record of being involved with the Tampa Bay Rays, who have been incredibly competitive with paying basically nobody any salary. Right. right. <laughs> um, but now he's coming in. It's a little bit of the Theo Epstein mindset of you know start building up a farm system, move some pieces along, and by the way, you have a big pocketbook. So. Red Sox. Hey, we'll see what happens. They still have incredible talent, but there's a lot of guys that are on the trading block. They're they're in order to shed salary, they're looking at maybe moving David Price, which I'm okay with. Jackie Bradley Jr., not a ton of dough there, but he's been rumored to be on the trading block now for multiple seasons. I think this is the year that he goes. He'll probably end up as a center fielder out in the National League somewhere. Um and and the big talk of the town in Boston is of course Maybe a top three player in the league. Mookie Betts. Yeah. Love Is the names. He that's a gonna name. That's great. move? Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen here. I got to say, as a Sox fan, you hold on to talent like that. You pay him an astronomical deal because that's what you're going to have to do to keep this kid around. But he's one of the best players in the game right. of baseball. Right. He's homegrown. Why Love are you going to let him walk? This right. is It's not like we're the Cincinnati Reds. Right. It's not like we're Tampa Bay Rays where we can't pay these guys. Go pay him. Open up right. the checkbook and pay yep. the guy what you need to pay him. He's argued he wants to be testing free agency. He wants to go for it. So let him. And then right. give him the biggest deal that's out there, less Mike Trout. Right.
0: So this isn't the only big free agent signing. Uh, and we're going to get to some of the other ones. But I guess my last question to you on the subject of Garrett Cole and the Yankees is everybody looking up at New York now?
1: Yes. Yeah, they have to be the odds on favorite. I think the books already have them at three to one (laughs) after this deal. Makes sense. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so listen, you're a Yankees fan. Just give me your gut. Do you like it? Are you happy you got them? Yeah. Well, like you said, you alluded to this
0: already with this history of giving out these huge contracts and them not panning out, especially in New York. Um, I'm happy we got Cole. I'm probably not thrilled with the length of the contract as I've already mentioned. I don't care about the money because, again, like you said, they're printing it at this point. It doesn't matter. Um, But no, I'm glad we got him. I'm excited. We need, I I don't, again, I said this before. I don't think we lost uh, in the playoffs because of pitching, but, it certainly helps in a seven game series, having a couple of studs that you can throw out there, um, you know, a la what Houston's been doing the last few years. So uh, super excited, of course.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah good. That's all. Uh, that's all
0: I can say. on. I'm just I'm excited. Be. You yeah. should be. You right.
1: know, I, I, I have a number of Yankees fans, friends. I was getting text messages at past midnight when the deal was announced right. the other night saying, oh, we got Garrett Cole. And I, I I was like, oh, here we go again. Another team that I root against going and getting the best player available, uh, a la the Lakers getting Anthony Davis. Um, right, right. You know, oh, here we go again. But yep. then I saw the deal and I said, you know, I think this one's going to bite them later on. Again, yep. win a World Series, win one. Right. And it's worth it. I'll tell you what else I'm excited
0: about, too. And I, I this is probably poor pod etiquette, but I, I just can't pretend anymore that somebody didn't bring in
1: coffee for me <laughs> um, and I'm smelling it. So, Paul, I'm going
0: to step away. our right. Listeners. He's I'm going to step away for one second. I'm going to grab this mug.
1: Give me the mic. You go get some coffee. So I'm going to jump into some other big signings that have come on board as of today. Anthony Rendon to the Angels. Seven years, two hundred and forty five million dollars. Huge deal for a player that I think absolutely deserves it. This kid has been incredible in Washington. Uh, Goes out, wins a World Series last year with those guys and. Now it's time to go get paid. And I gotta tell you, Mike, what I like most about this deal is that he's going to protect you okay there? You're not yeah, into I'm the microphone. Yeah, I'm shuffling.
0: By the way, just apologies to the listeners. Just This, oh, this yeah. poor pot etiquette. Apologies no, they, to Paul, my co-host. No, That's it's just been great. It,
1: it's been great watching you fumble around with this coffee and uh-huh. walk right what into the microphone. What was that sound effect? You played for me, But
0: but but on. I wish I could find it quickly.
1: But you just walk in after getting your coffee, thud, like a bowl thud into the, bowl the in a china shop over here. here we inside. go. I, I think it's called Fatties. <laughs> then, 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 then. So let, let's get back to let's Rando, get back to things big With, signing big signing huge money identical years and dollars to Strasburg which was you know just interesting just, if you're yeah, a numbers odd, yeah. person but yeah. uh he's going to protect Mike Trout in that lineup something I've been screaming for for years now Mike Trout is uh, I think will go down as the all-time best player in history, in the history of, a, of the game, he is amazing. Every year he's an MVP candidate. Uh, and he's just really never had incredible talent around him, except for Albert Pujols, And he's just it, way past his prime. This is, older a great, Pujols, yeah. this is a great signing for the Angels. I think I think they compete finally a little bit in that in that AL West. Um, but yeah, great signing there. Another one that's on the table here that just came out this morning is uh, the sticking with the local teams. The New York Mets sign Rick Porcello.
0: Go, Metropolitans! Yeah, again, a little. I did they need bullpen help? I, I'm not even sure that <laughs> no, was their issue. Yeah. No, he's gonna
1: be a starter. So uh, yeah, he's been a starter in Boston for, for or years. pitching help in general. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. You go, you go and get it because Zach Wheeler is rumored to be going elsewhere. <clears throat> uh, in fact, I think Good point. he already. Yep. I, think he signed a deal. Uh, Maybe you can look that up as I'm going on about pretty Ricky, but this is an innings eater. This is a good signing for the Mets. I think it's a one year deal. Uh, 10 million is what it's uh, rumored to be. Go get him, especially since you're losing Zach Wheeler. I think I think this is a good signing for the Mets, and I think they're going to like him there. He's he's eating up a ton of innings uh, with the Red Sox and previously with Detroit. That's the only thing that would worry me. But you're not you're not committed to him long term. So nice, yeah, nice Zach signing.
0: Wheeler to the Phillies, by the way. So you are you are right. He is no longer a metropolitan. And uh, yeah, listen, as a Yankees fan, I, I I don't feel bad for the Mets, but it, it, they're kind of like you know our little little brother you know they don't have the limelight that the the Yankees do so I, I actually wish nothing but success for the New York Mets it's been a tough go for them I, I although I'm a Yankees and Giants fan I kind of like New York sports in general you know on the contrary both, way to play to both my sides Boston to that. no I do
1: no, you're, I, you're, you're, well they're like our little brother people well, feel bad for them, but I want them to do well yeah
0: <laughs> I want them to do well I'm, I'm excited for them I think it's a good signing um listen pitching 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 you can't get enough of it um so so good for them. Mets and, and Brody Van Wagenen and and I, somebody. It was really funny. I was I was listening to sports radio, as I tend to do. And uh, somebody had called in with a really good question. They said, who would you rather see go uh, the Wilpons or uh, Dolan for the Knicks? <laughs> two, they just said two, two options, right? Yeah, two, two teams there. So I, I wish nothing but luck for the Knicks and the Mets for our listeners. And I, I thought that was a good signing for New York. So
1: I wonder what the overall voting would be on that. Do you want the ownership to leave the Mets or the Knicks? I
0: would have to lean Dolan. He's just (laughs) been a disaster (laughs) for so long, At least the Mets went to a World Series recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All
1: right, so look exciting the, stuff in baseball exciting stuff yeah. the dominoes are definitely falling all the big ones have fell they collected massive paychecks along the way uh dad why
0: didn't you keep me in little league no kidding
1: no kidding get me on those travel teams i'll tell damn you it. what my boys are gonna be playing baseball and uh, uh and golf the yeah,
0: golfers make yeah. a ton of money or, too. can i say we're gonna digress here a little bit i always said if i ever have a, a boy or even a girl maybe place kicker
1: Place kicker is a good option. Place kicker. Healthy. You could be Adam Vinatieri kicking a football into your early 40s. I wonder in the history of place kickers,
0: if any kicker has a story where like, oh, I was kicking football since the age of four. I just don't feel like that's the case. Probably not. I want to be the first I want to pioneer <laughs> you can make, grooming
1: you can make place your, kickers make your own uh, goalposts and everything get the kids Dude, one practicing. million a year you don't get touched no kidding all right that's a good point sorry hey all right so that's that's all we got about baseball for the time being plenty more free agents out there we'll probably cover some of these in future episodes but you know all the big dogs have fallen so this coffee's
0: good let, <laughs> this coffee's good he's getting his
1: caffeine folks need it are you going to hit the microphone again just for emphasis or anything? This is a bad Rump pod, people. I'm bum sorry. Bum yeah. bum <laughs> bum. Let's go into college football. Yes. The playoffs are set. <sighs> so much potential drama on the table that we that we alluded to in our last podcast, if you listened to. And things sort of settled out the way we kind of figured so they let's would. Go, yeah?
0: Let's go all the way back. Me and Paul were calling for Clemson and Bama. I, you know, when before football started, we thrown out some predictions for the season. I think we were both in on Clemson and Bama. Bama was close, as was everybody else in the country. Right, so they were the odds-on favorites before the season started had an injury to the quarterback, tough sec schedule. Things happen. Sure. Ooh-hoo, I'm not losing any sleep over it, but the four are set, right? So we've got Oklahoma versus LSU. And then we're going to see Clemson versus Ohio state, which, you know, for my pick of the litter, Clemson and Ohio state for me, that's the game I'm most interested in.
1: Yeah. This, this arguably could have been the national championship game. Really could anyone, yeah. you know, I you can't overlook LSU. They're the rightful one seed after a nice whopping on Georgia. Um, But, yeah, this is a great matchup in the Fiesta Bowl. Um, Number three, Clemson. Let's start there. Number three, Clemson versus Ohio State. Ohio State, for the first time all year, is getting points.
0: It's bizarre seeing a plus next to their name.
1: As of this recording, it is December 12th. Uh, they're getting two points in a game, and it shocks me to be completely honest with you. It does. And uh, listen,
0: we 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 said, how, what do we know about Clemson? They, what have we seen? What can what game can we look at and say, okay, wow, that's a. Pr- There's not a game. There isn't. They one. They played nobody this year. This is literally their first opponent that can you know punch back, if you will. I. I
1: well, look, it, history says Clemson knows how to win a big game. Recent history, right? The right. last couple of years. But this season, it just feels slightly different to me, an onlooker. And, I, and, and I've and i been watching what Ohio State has done all year. They've played serious competition. Right. And they've dominated almost every single team that they've played. Right. And yet here they are getting two points to Clemson. Clemson, it feels like the flip side they it almost feels like they have dominated a D2 schedule and all of a sudden are graduating to have to play one of the best teams in the country. But recent history says, right, that, you know what? Clemson is one of the best teams in the country here. They are in the top four. So, uh, yeah, when this line, when you told me the line, I didn't see it until you told me. I'm shocked seeing Ohio State get two points. I think America is going to be shocked. I think all the money is going to flood in on Ohio I State. I think Ohio
0: State will be public darlings. Yes. Yeah.
1: And all of a sudden, that line is going to shift down to a pick-em. I, I have to imagine.
0: And that's when we pounce on the Tigers. That's when you take Clemson. <laughs> so, I, listen, my, my pick is Clemson here. Um, plus two, them, getting points. I... Trevor Lawrence in the very brief time that we've got to watch him play has shown that he steps up in big games. And uh, granted it was that Alabama Alabama game last year. And and, and maybe that was an outlier because he hasn't looked great during the regular season this year. I mean, he's had some moments here and there, but he hasn't looked like the number one quarterback coming off the board next year. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence steps up. I, I I think that whole team gets fired up. Dabo has proven, like you said, recent history. He knows how to get that team ready for the, the prime time, the big lights. Um, give me the experience. Give me the head coach. Give me the quarterback. No offense to Fields. He's amazing. But give me the quarterback that's been there. I'm taking Clemson again with points. Pick them. Favorite. Give me Clemson.
1: Yeah. And I'm I'm going the opposite way here. I've seen nothing but great things out of Ohio State. They're penalized right now. Granted, I don't think... The way LSU beat Georgia last week, they're the deserved number one seed. Right. They've just right. you know they pl- they've played a more difficult schedule. We talked about Barely. this by the way, the yeah.
0: importance, and you can see it in the point spread. We'll go to, we'll get to the next oh, game, yeah. but yeah, you yeah. can see the importance of getting that one seed. You,
1: you had to win with style. LSU did it against a top four team in the country. That's it. Ohio State won. Uh, without style. They were trailing after the first half. Right. So somewhat penalized because of that. Uh, sure. They drop to this two seed and draw the card, which is Clemson. So you would
0: agree, though, we both said if, if Ohio State and LSU rolled that you would still put LSU at the yeah,
1: one. Right. Because rolling right. on the number four uh, right. versus I think Wisconsin was 13. Something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, a, it's a more impressive win. LSU deserves to be number one. So look, I'm taking Ohio State. I cannot go against them. I've talked about them tirelessly throughout every podcast that we've done. They have dominated Everybody, with the exception of Wisconsin, and still then went on to score, I think, 21 unanswered points in the second half. They are, in my opinion, the best team in the country. I've said it before, and I'm going to stick by it. They've got three Heisman candidates there. Granted, only two are uh, actual candidates, and I know neither of them are going to win it. It's going to go to Joe Burrow, uh, but I'm taking Ohio State in this game, uh, especially right now getting two points. So, Paul, you, you said Ohio State's the best team in the country. Uh, Coach Orgeron would like to have a word with you. <laughs> he, he,
0: he would like to ask you, have you seen what we've done to every team we've played? Good including our SEC schedule. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, LSU, Oklahoma. This is actually the day game. They're playing at the Peach Bowl in Atlanta. So, definitely a, a home game for LSU, if you will. I, I mean, I'm, listen. And it should be. Oklahoma will travel. The we number, know they're going to show up. The number
1: up. one team in the country should get... All of the all of the advantages along exactly. the way. And this is the best advantage they can get. Is playing the Peach Bowl in Atlanta and drawing the four seed, Oklahoma Sooners, who they're a good opponent. Right. But the line says it all. 13 points. Let me ask you this because we touched on how important
0: that one seed was on our last pod. What would Ohio State be favored by if they were the the one seed against Oklahoma? 13? 13 points. Right, exactly. So there you go. So listen, Oklahoma, no offense, Lincoln Riley does a great job. They're the quarterback whisperer.
1: And here, let me just say this there was there was some potential for that four seed changing considerably with Georgia losing right utah could sure. have been in here if they were able to show up in that game against Oregon, which they did not do. Oregon whopped them. Oh, yeah. Uh, imagine if it's LSU versus Utah. 17 this, points, yeah, 20. It's, it's probably right? going to be more than that. Right. So I think the top four is the right top four here. I think, it's,
0: I think it is, too. And I, I I always considered Oklahoma one of the best five teams, six teams in the country um, throughout. Um, they, they hit a little bit of a lull during their schedule in the regular season, but they just don't play any defense, Paul. They don't play a lick of it. Well, that's they don't the Big care. 12. I know, but that's not Going to translate playing LSU, man. You got to stop these boys. No,
1: I look at this current spread, I won't be shocked if it goes up a bit. I'm taking taking LSU at 13 in this game. So,
0: Ball says jump on LSU and Ohio State if you like them early because we think, I agree, I think both of those lines are going to go in in, in favor of both of those teams.
1: Yeah. So, I think that's, that's, you're taking LSU and Clemson. I'm taking LSU, Ohio State. So, let's presume our our picks are correct in your matchup. You've got LSU. Hosting Clemson in the national championship game—not really hosting, but yeah—if if that game is to happen, granted, we've got multiple weeks. We don't know what kind of injuries we're right. going to be facing. Who do you like, Clemson versus LSU? So
0: for all the same reasons I said about the first matchup uh, with with Clemson and Ohio State, it's the same thing I'll say about the LSU team. Obviously, LSU scares me. I've seen plenty of them all year. Um, But again, give me the experienced quarterback there. Give me the experienced head coach. I don't know much about Orgeron in big games. Um, I I know he took over LSU a couple of years ago. He's
1: undefeated this year.
0: But give me Clemson. Give me Dabo. Give me the experience. Um, I I take Clemson over LSU to win it all. And probably
1: super, super duper close field goal game gotcha so in my matchup i got ohio state who i believe is the best team in the country all things even they're both healthy i'm taking ohio state in that game can i ask you a question we're both fading lsu yeah we are let me ask you all of the the committee thinks is the best team in the country they've played as the best team in the country with the exception of maybe ohio state Uh, But, yeah, we're both going against them. huh? And SEC
0: representatives usually tend to to fare well in these title games. Yes, they do. Um, What do you think the total would be on the LSU-Ohio State game? (laughs) 80? 79? 78? It's got to be close to 80. No. You don't think so? You think a little defense shows up?
1: Yes, a little bit. I would say low 70s, but I don't know. I mean, we're weeks away, so we'll have some fun if that matchup is to happen. Yeah. Same thing can be said at Clemson and LSU. Yeah. You know, the Oklahoma LSU game has to be. But
0: I, I'm not sure what the total is. the top of my head on that one. That's got to be pretty high, too. Yeah.
1: Look, at the end of the day, these games are going to be a blast to watch. Yes, they are. Um, Very fun. I'm excited about it. We And just for those sticking around, we're going to take next week off with the holidays coming and everything. There won't be a pod either. Uh, Next week, we'll try and get one in the following week, uh, which will give us a little bit more insight as to how these lines are moving. And we'll give you guys a little bit more insight from our viewpoint of how to bet these games, not just in the total or... In in, against the spread, but we're going to get into first half, second half, some fun, some fun fun props as well to take a look at. Um, With that said, I'm going to transition into our good friends, Bobby V's Restaurant and Sports Bar. Uh, They are the premier destination for sports entertainment. There's no better place to go in Connecticut than one of their two stunning locations by Bradley Airport in Windsor Locks and the other in downtown Stanford. If you wanna watch that Ohio State game, you wanna watch the LSU game, get to one of those locations. It is the best spot for all the sports action. Loads of high def screens uh, all over the walls, golf simulator, private event space. This is what makes Bobby V's Restaurant Sports Bar the premier destination for any sports fan throughout New England. From delicious appetizers to towering hand-pressed burgers, their mouth-watering menu options take the standard sports bar fare to a brand-new pinnacle. So, for more information, visit our friends Bobby V's Restaurant and Sports Bar at bobbyvsrestaurant.com. Bobby V's Restaurant and Sports Bar, the destination crafted for all.
0: Man, every time you do those PV's ad reads, my stomach starts grumbling.
1: It is grumbling, of course um. it is. And bum, 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 bum. bum. <laughs>
0: Good thing I had coffee. <laughs> <laughs> that's me, by the way. That's like the soundtrack to my life. When I wake up in the morning, I'm just kind of like plotting along what, the- I,
1: what I like about it in the background, let's just listen again. The birds are chirping. Are there birds chirping? Yeah, yeah are. that's nice. Yeah, 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 yeah I yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, that's good. I can Every- picture you rolling out of bed and looking out just, your window, yeah. stretching. <laughs> a couple little birds sitting in the tree. Yeah, Hello, Michael. Know. Yeah,
0: yeah, like a Disney princess. <laughs> I think that describes me very well. <laughs> yeah, super accurate. Looking across you like... Elegant I, Disney <laughs> princess. Yeah,
1: you and Frozen go together yeah. perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Hey... We talked a little bit about football. We got to talk about the NFL. We got some matchups this coming up this is, week. By the way,
0: this is and an, an, listen, if you're still playing fantasy football at this point, congratulations because yes. you most likely won a playoff game, or you're starting your playoffs, or you had a bye week. Congrats!
1: Yeah, absolutely. Congrats to anyone who's still playing. You're down to your final four, yeah. uh, most likely at this point, unless your league is one of those that go to week 17, and, and if that's the case, your league sucks and your yeah, commissioner get sucks. Get, get a new commissioner. Crap. Yeah, stop paying money for that. Yeah. So uh, I have a chance in two leagues two of my three my yes round of applause to me my let's talk about my third league finished dead last luckily we don't have any kind I of like say you got to get a tattoo or something no okay. no thank god Good. no tattoo punishments yeah. nothing Oof. like that i just you know get made fun of in our group tech stream constantly you know what
0: the worst part about that is uh about finishing poorly in your fantasy league is when the league ends and yada yada yada, and it gets to next year you're just your team is sitting there in last place. Everybody can see it like, yep. oh, that's the team that stunk mm-hmm. last year. Oh, Who's that, the manager? Paul. Oh, OK. That's
1: the team that had only three wins. Right. This season. And it just <laughs>
0: sits there like, you know, it just sits there staring at you when they do the invites again for it's the, the, the following season. I hate it's that. the worst. Yeah.
1: But I am happy because in two leagues I finished in second place and in both I got a bye week. So boom. in one of them, I'm excited about tonight's matchup and a bit nervous because tonight's matchup, we have the New York Jets. Injury riddled defense on the road at Baltimore. Baltimore is giving 16 and a half points in this game, uh, which may be slightly generous given Lamar Jackson's quadricep injury. If like Lam- how I gave the full the muscle weight. Quadricep, name. that's nice, yeah. Look, I have Lamar Jackson Oof. in one of my leagues. And boy, was I licking my chops going, ooh, we get yeah, the Jets course. in this week. Right. And, but look, he says he's playing. He was. He said so on Tuesday. He was a full participant in practice yesterday. But I'm not going to lie. Baltimore doesn't have to win this game. No, of course not. And I'm a bit worried from a fantasy perspective, which also leads into some real money betting. I'd be a bit worried about this line tonight if, let's say in the first quarter, he just tweaks it a little bit and they say "Eh, let's hand the rock over to robert griffith yep and you are our quarterback for the rest of the game yeah
0: and another angle to look at too is you know what if the ravens just get up 14 nothing to start and all of a sudden they're like yeah lamar's dinged up let's hand that ball off a Mm -hmm. whole bunch let's just ride this out we'll take the 4.7 point win here we know we got this game i'm with you i lamar jackson
1: owners i'm worried be nervous look i was reading through the yahoo sports uh that's that's where my league is held and they said don't waste brain cells overthinking this. This is the MVP eh, of the NFL. Eh, I disagree. I, I'm I'm wasting some brain cells. I'm yeah. worried about it. Look, I'm going to play him because my other options are just free agent quarterbacks. You Lamar Jackson at this point, you can't. Right. Who am I going to pick up? Jameis right. Winston? Yes. And Quad
0: aside, he could still just completely go off on this absolutely terrible Jets team.
1: Well, I'm planting my flag in the Lamar Jackson camp, hoping that he has a tremendous game tonight. But from a let's talk about betting on this game Thursday night matchup. Opened at fourteen about these half. short weeks this thing is these going up, up, weeks. up
0: yeah 16 and a half i have it at currently
1: yeah so i think if i'm betting it which i won't it's too big of a spread for me Same but if here. i were i think i would take the jets to keep this within 16 and a half
0: yeah i'm gonna stay away too because i just don't like that many points uh one way or the other but uh, i would it's tough to say i would take the jets but yeah i probably would i mean this Sam Darnold has been playing a little bit better. You, I, Lamar Jackson dinged up. Like you said, they don't necessarily need
1: this game. Jets could show something. Look, if the Ravens get out up early, as you sort of alluded to, let's say they're up 14 in the first quarter. Very possible. Right. Uh, it turns the Jets into a one dimensional team, which yeah. Baltimore will thrive on. Yeah. I can easily see the Ravens covering this. But man, does it worry me with this Lamar Jackson. injury. Yeah. yeah. All right. So stay away, basically. Yeah, but, Stay away. It's yeah. a huge spread this time of year, but it's probably the best team in the NFL going against one of the worst. And so I get it. But uh, we'll see. So big fantasy implications, not only for myself. I'm sure many of you, you know, owners Um, of Mark Ingram, Raven's defense
0: must be. Listen, I'm playing against Raven's defense in one of my leagues. And I'm happy to say, too, by the way, I'm in it in both of my uh, paid money leagues. that I do fantasy for. So we got lucky in a a couple of our matchups last week. But uh, yeah, no, we're playing against Lamar Jackson in one league, playing against Raven's defense in another. I'm nervous. Good luck to you. Thank you. Good luck.
1: Nervous. All right. Let's move into those Sunday games uh here's the first matchup i want to cover the 7 and 6 bears who have surprisingly 7 and 6 yeah, yeah well they had some really ugly weeks uh everybody was burying Mitch Trubisky uh, i may have been leading that cause i uh, might have been right there with you but all of a sudden he's playing well uh they go on the road to their arch nemesis green bay packers uh packers are 10 and 3 somewhat surprisingly 10 and 3 yeah uh packers at home given four points in this game i got to tell you Recency bias says take the Bears here. Right, I'm not going to. I'm going to take the Packers. Given four, I I like Aaron Rodgers in this spot. He loves this late season yes. heroics. I see it's, like a late touchdown. It's going to be a heave from the 50 yard line, and some somebody's going to go up. I'm going to call Devonte Adams. Is going to go up right. and pluck the ball out of the air, and they win on a hail mary. And Aaron Rodgers is lifted off the field as yep. the greatest favorite of all quarterback. Time. By the way, my arch nemesis. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh It's supposed to be bitter cold even for Green Bay uh, standards. Yeah, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a little bit nippy on uh, on Sunday in Green Bay. So uh, I'm with you, Paul. I'm tempted because I love taking points, especially when a a team's playing better as of late recency bias. Um, But I'm going to take Green Bay here because they're let's be honest, they're fighting for home field advantage. I mean, it's Ten wins, they're they're there with a couple other teams in the NFC, and uh, they're chasing the 49ers at eleven and two. They're fighting for home field, man. I like yeah. the Packers here, yeah, and motivated.
1: They, and look, on the flip side of the field, the Bears have a very slim. They have a chance, but it's very slim to get into the playoffs. But I think what to watch in this game is Mitchell Trubisky. Can he continue to improve uh, against a Green Bay defense, which has been
0: mm, mediocre, yeah. you know,
1: sometimes good, sometimes not. Right. They have taken advantage of some poor quarterback play, which we'll see if that happens. But I like the Packers in this spot. I think because of the reasons that you alluded to, they. I, I think they're going to win this game, although I think it's going to be a close one. Is Mitchell Trubisky um, playing to stay a yes. Trubisky? I think so, right? Yeah. So, yeah, three good games nice right how about he finishes out strong right. I think he's a bear that's what i think too uh, and i think that's what
0: he's it, playing for and yeah, if he doesn't
1: finish strong i think they're going to bring somebody in right he's not going anywhere but he'll they'll bring somebody in to compete with him right. all right next game my new england patriots boy has it been a weird couple of weeks here in new england they make their way you know quote we're on to cincinnati hey a team they can beat Hey, a team they can beat. Never thought I'd say that about a New England Patriots squad, but hey, a team they can beat. Well, they're going to, they could beat them. I think they are going to beat oh, them. Oh, they're going to beat the Bengals. Primarily because they sent advanced scouts out and taped the sidelines. I was going to
0: say, they're, well, there's a couple of reasons they're going to win. One, they're the better team. And, and two, they know the playbook now. They're going to cheat. Yeah. So, yeah, no. Uh, what's the spread on this game? Nine. They're laying nine on laying the road. Nine. Laying nine on the road. Jesus,
1: Bengals. The Bengals <laughs> have one win. The Get your shit together, Cincy. <laughs> take New England, take a lot of money, and put it on New England to cover nine points in this. The only reason it's nine is because the New England offense has looked like crap the past couple weeks. I have no problem here. I would no say, I, would say fine. I,
0: I don't have a strong pick. I would say Patriots laying nine take them. But if you could get them into a teaser or as a second part of your tease, maybe get that down closer to a field goal. Sure. Um, I would I would look to tease the Patriots to somebody else you feel good about. But Patriots, if you're taking them straight, uh, I, I lay the nine points with pretty no, comfortable
1: there. I got to say nothing's better <sighs> to cure the offensive woes than going against the Cincinnati <sighs> Bungles.
0: Yeah. Tom Brady's going to look like Tom Brady from 50 years ago. He, he his should second year in the league. He
1: should yeah. look. I think this is an absolute. <laughs> (laughs) blow out of a game if they don't win by 17 or more i'm going to start really questioning what is wrong with this new england team or if they lose outright i'm just going to go buy a bills jersey (laughs) (laughs) speaking of the afc east we got the miami dolphins on the road going (laughs) against the team who is giving three and a half points the new york g-man little
0: blue go little blue um (laughs) i'm supposed to go to this game by the way are you gonna go no not a chance um, I think tickets are like thirty
1: bucks or something like that. They're not giving them away.
0: I, I heard they might have like free food or something if you go. <laughs> um, ugh. Uh Giants, by the way, laying three and a half. Shocking in itself, a two win team. The Dolphins have more wins than the Giants at this point in the yes. year. That's depressing. Yep. It um, should be. I don't know. Give me the Dolphins with the hook. I don't know. Giants by field goal. I don't I don't even have
1: any confidence in this game. I think the Giants win. Uh, I like the way that the Dolphins have been playing. You love Fitzpatrick, don't
0: you? He's such a gamer.
1: Yeah, I guess. I I like what Brian Flores is doing there. He's got that team hungry. And even though they're not winning games and they should not be winning games, uh, they still are. They're competitive on the field. They look decent, uh, even if the games our blowout games, they still look competitive. They have fight. They have some fire in their bellies. Uh, But I'm going to stick with the Giants here, and I'm going to take them giving three and a half uh, because I think Eli Manning is going to finish out the year strong. He had a great first half last week. He almost pulled off the upset against Philly. Uh, I think I think they win their next three games. So we're going to differ there. I'm going to say take Giants with the points or I'm sorry,
0: take Dolphins with the points and maybe do a little Dolphins money line action. Ooh, yeah.
1: yeah, You you just hate your own team that you root for. I know. I'm just a cynical Giants fan. Yeah. Look, if Evan Ingram's back, Eli's got a weapon there. He's got Barkley. He's got Slayton. There's enough to get this job done. So I'm taking the Giants. Mike, what's our next game? We
0: have this is a good one. Actually, I'm excited for this one. Texans, the eight and five Texans at the surprising eight and five Titans, or I should I call them the Tannehills Titans? Yeah, look, they're six and one since he's taken over. Unbelievable. What the hell? I think it speaks a lot to Miami and the culture there. I think maybe he was a good quarterback in Miami, too. And And he just.
1: I got to tell you, if you're a Jets fan, you hate hearing that because this was Adam Gase's guy. I think that's
0: what it is. (sighs) I think Tannehill has been a decent quarterback since he came in the league. He was a wide receiver at Texas A&M. He played quarterback his senior year. I love
1: that you're bringing that up. I I, Just to interrupt quickly, uh, ESPN the other morning, somebody's like, you know, most people don't realize he didn't play quarterback in college. He was a receiver. I'm like, No. I think if you follow football, you know, Ryan Tannehill was not a quarterback in college.
0: It's, it's really, really crazy. Um, Oh, and did
1: you hear Julian Edelman was a quarterback at Kent State? State, Yeah. Yeah, What a surprise. Golden (laughs) flush.
0: Yeah. It's crazy. I think he's been a good quarterback. I think he was in a really toxic environment. As Paul mentioned, Adam Gase, like this guy is supposed to be the quarterback whisperer. He seems like the quarterback killer. Um, Yeah. He goes to Tennessee and they're just winning games and he looks really good too. It looks like it's because of Tannehill. Not, he's not just a game manager. He's making plays.
1: Absolutely. And look, he, Threw a pick last week and he comes right after. I, I don't know if it was a cornerback who, who snagged it, but he just went and buried him. He yeah. just crushed yeah, them form after the pick. Oh, really good tackle. Tackles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so look, it, th- this game, the Titans are giving two and, a half two and a half to the Texans, which is killing me. The Texans going. Basically steamroll the Patriots. Then they give up a million points to Denver. Right. Uh, weird. And, and now they're <laughs> so getting weird. points here in this yeah. game. Both, both teams eight and five. I don't know where to go with this. Yeah, Andrew, I,
0: It's tough, man. Look,
1: I've been saying all season long, I cannot get any pulse on what the Titans are. Right. And yet they're six and one in their last seven games with Tannehill. I don't want to touch it, but if I'm going to, I'm going to take the Texans with the points.
0: I would say this. Um, I know I have to give a pick, so I would say... I'll take the Titans. I'll go different than Paul here. But I I would do this. If you're going to bet on this game, money line the team you like. Just money line them. If you think the Texans are are, you like the Texans, don't take them with the points. Money line them. If you like the Titans, money line them because they might win by one. So that would be that would be my advice. But I'm going to take Tennessee. All right. Laying two and a half.
1: Next game, Mike, is a, uh, should be a molly whopping of a game that we're covering here. Is the, well, other. maybe the Falcons have looked a little bit better. Yeah, but they're just riddled with injuries. I know too. they suck. You yeah. know, Calvin Ridley's out now. But yes, yeah, so we hurts. got the Atlanta Falcons on the road at the 49ers. 49ers, great victory last week. Jimmy we're Garoppolo right. looks like the second coming of Tom Brady. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Maybe it was a little bit of that tutelage he got in New England from him. Look, I think we both. Both called that game last week. We said the Niners are too good to lose back-to-back weeks. What a game, though, against New Orleans last week. Really good. Anyways, in this matchup, Falcons are getting 10.5 from the Niners. I'm taking the Niners here. I, I know it's a ton of points to give away against a team that has been playing better. But I think this Atlanta defense is Swiss cheese uh, Garoppolo and their and their running game, which, you know, has carried them most of the year. Right. Is going to just eat them alive. I'm taking the Niners.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on this one, man. The Niners look like they're having a lot of fun right now. Shanahan's a young coach. He looks like a players coach. Garoppolo's smiling all the time. At insert running back has great game. The defense is solid. is great. They look like they're having a lot of fun doing it. Give me the Niners here yeah, to and roll. And their defense is
1: awesome. It's oh, amazing. It, can't be, yeah.
0: it cannot be overstated how good that 49ers defense is. Richard Sherman. Has- has been shockingly quiet considering they're winning games i expected to hear a
1: lot more chirping from him because you know yeah he has been quiet yeah. but look he's a captain on that defense he's gonna he's gonna just kind of lead in the locker room it it's seems more, now at this point of his maturity in a his more career, mature richard sherman yes yeah yeah so uh we we both like the niners there so yep. that that Big. is that's worked out well for us in the past so yes. maybe give us a little follow on that one yes tail, tail, right. tail. good matchup here yes i think this is a four o'clock game Got the eight and five Rams on the road to face the Dallas Cowboys, who are six and seven. And still in the driver's seat to oh, win yeah? this NFC yeah. East. Yeah, you, you said the Titans were a team you couldn't get a read on. Man, this Rams team is a team that I cannot get a read on at all. Um, so <sighs> I got to say, I, I was wrong about four weeks ago. I said, look, I feel like they're putting it together. This, this Rams defense or, or offense is starting to figure it out. It did look like they were. It, it looked like it. And then they just flopped right, right after I said that. But guess what? They have figured it out, I think. Jared Goff's. They're eight and five. He's he's upright. They're using Gurley more. Sure. Uh, I read an article about McVeigh, who I still think is a boy genius out there. Sure, yeah. Uh, has reshuffled the offensive line and they've become much more of a power running line uh, than they have been in the zone blocking scheme. So I think that's made a huge difference. I would agree. And you could see it. You yeah. see it on the field. On the flip side of the field, the Dallas Cowboys. Who who do they who do they go to? Do they go to Jerry Jones or do they go to Garrett? Because Garrett is a dead duck sitting there right yeah. now. He's gonna be gone. Sure. I, I don't know what this team will want to do on the field. Who are they fighting for other than themselves?
0: I, I'm with you 100%. I think even if the Cowboys get into the playoffs, Garrett has to be gone. They haven't beaten anybody good this year. Nobody. They they beat the teams that are bad, uh, and and that's it. Um, And and hence the 6-7 and seven record. And they're,
1: hence why they're getting two points at they're home. They're getting two
0: points at home, right? This is supposed to be an NFC East. It's supposed to be the best team in the division. It's supposed to be one of the best teams in the NFC. And they're getting two points from a, a, a very, well, they've looked average Rams team. Give me the Rams here man. I me don't know too. what to make of this Dallas team. I'm taking I the really Rams
1: know. simply because they need to win. They're they're sure, still they're they, they got out a of chance. It right now. Yeah. They, they they got a slight chance at a wild card here obviously the Niners lead that division with Seattle, the, the NFC East is going to screw over the Rams, the Vikings, one of those
0: deserving NFC teams that are going to get left out because the NFC East has to have somebody. Yeah. And every, everyone's joke.
1: crying about it, but look, it's, it's how it goes. it's the right way That's to set up been, the playoffs. Right. Uh, this is just one of those anomaly. Why years have where, divisions. If you're not going to have any, there's any benefit to winning yeah. it. Yeah. Look, I think, uh, I think the Rams end up covering handedly in this one, and the writing will definitely be on the wall. I think Jerry Jones said, ah, we're sticking by Garrett. Look, if they lose this game, they get blown out at home. This is, will Come be on. a nationally televised game Come at course. the 4 o'clock. Yep. He's going to be gone. I think Garrett's yeah. gone after this week, so I'm taking the Rams here. Ooh, I like it. Black Monday coming early. Yep. All yep, right. I think so. All right, Sunday night. Dun, 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 dun. Or is that Monday night? That's Monday night. Okay. Oh, the Sunday nights are. <laughs> hey, Jack! It's a fact.
0: Footballs. Here.
1: There's a shout out to our friend Karen who could be listening to that. Uh, so Sunday night we got a good matchup here: the Bills at the Steelers. Bills at nine and four Steelers at eight and five just finding so ways good. To win. Tomlin is so good yeah he is I, such a good coach I just don't like him but he really is a good coach How are how are they eight and five with he's Duck really Hodges, flexing his coaching Rudolph. chops this year he definitely isn't their yeah. defense is great make offense Patrick that was a great trade for them he's played Watt, well I
0: love the Watt kid, the younger brother of JJ Tyler yeah, yeah.
1: he's amazing well, good defense uh. and finding ways to score points on offense the Steelers are giving a point and a half here to the Bills guess we're out. I'm going with this one Where you we are going? circling the wagon for the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> they will be 10 and four after this
0: matchup. Paul says the Bills are going to be chomping at the Patriots heels after this game. huh? I'm going to disagree, man. I think uh, Steelers short home favorites. Duck Hodges makes enough plays. I think this is going to be super low scoring, if anything, that you could take from this game. I think there's not going to be a ton of points here. Um, the Steelers just squeak it out. Three point, four point victory,
1: super Oof. low scoring. All right. We are on complete opposite sides because I, I, I really think the Bills can go in there and win handily. The Bills get no respect, by the way, from the bookmakers. This, this. They, they have been underdogs for a team that has that's nine
0: and four. They have been underdogs entirely too much.
1: Look, we talked about Mike Tomlin and the coaching job he's doing over with the Bills. This guy is getting no credit. None. None. Yeah. He's done a great job there. This defense is awesome in Buffalo. And Josh Allen is starting to come along here. He's starting to look like the best quarterback out of that class. Uh, he's able to be mobile. He throws the yep. ball incredibly well. I like the Bills in this game. All right. All right. Dun,
0: dun, dun, dun. dun, dun. Yeah. dun,
1: dun, dun, dun. Monday night, Colts. Duh, duh, what a dud of a game this one is. Yeah,
0: the Colts really fizzled out, man. Colts at Saints. Colts look so promising uh, with Jacoby Brissett there. But, man, they've really just kind of... Yeah, that that's a fart noise? It's just the Colts' season. <laughs> that's it.
1: Hey, you know, I think when this game was scheduled... They were expecting Andrew Luck to Luck be the quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What a matchup. That would be good. And sure. If you go back all the way to our early podcast, I was very high on the Colts with with Luck bouncing sure. back right, was right. they thought great offensive line. They're going to uh, run the ball. Forty Defense touchdowns last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh but now it's looking like the Saints given eight and a half in this game, coming off a crazy crazy game against the Niners. Uh the Saints Cover this handedly. I, I I have no worry for the Saints here. They love the national spotlight games. Yeah, Drew Brees they eats it up. So yeah. I'm taking the Saints. I'm gonna here.
0: go with a uh, contrarian play here uh, for the listeners. I, I haven't taken enough dogs on this pod. So give me the Colts with the eight and a half here, man. The, the fighting brissettes. Maybe a junk cover. Give me that. Give me that late pointless touchdown
1: to make it to make it a six point lead or a seven point lead. All right. Yeah. So good. So Colts are gonna lose, but they'll cover. Give me give me like a three game parlay out of these games that we've covered that you might want to play well
0: how about this i'll do since i mentioned a teaser teaser yeah. yeah 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 so i would say the patriots because i said if you could tie them in in some way shape or form you feel a little bit more comfortable there with the three points i'll go patriots dolphins because the giants aren't beating anybody by a lot um and texans all right. I think if you had to tease, I think those three teams, I the one thing I don't like is they're all road teams. I'm not a huge fan of that, but I would tease Patriots, Dolphins, Texans. I think all three of those games are on the on the closer side.
1: Yeah, and and on my side, I'm gonna take the Rams, Niners, and Patriots. I like that. I like that too. Yeah, I like that yeah. little three three game teaser there. So yeah. hey, we made it through NFL picks. We made it through talking about MLB free agents. Crazy. We talked about the NCAA college playoff football championship. what do they call it now i don't even know Uh, (laughs) i still
0: call it the bcs when i'm talking to people oh i like the bcs matchups yeah yeah i don't know
1: so whatever they call it now we got through all that so what a podcast it's been should we talk like a little bit like we're on npr now
0: uh yeah i actually i like npr quite a bit so
1: That's, let's hear let's yes. yes it's like the snl sweaty balls you know thing. you know what we
0: don't do is don't do traffic reports we should we're like in the like the new haven the 95 91 <laughs> connector traffic on 91 is a little jammed up across four lanes coming into the gw 84 west uh,
1: accident <laughs> at exit
0: 49 we should get a uh traffic slash weather person
1: yeah it's twelve <laughs> ten. And uh, outside right now, if you look at your windows, very <laughs> shiny. Sun love, is looking
0: bright. I love the one from WFN. She's great at for caring something or other, but she's so good at it. She's been doing it for so long. She's such a pro. You just they just goes through it and she's like, especially in New York. What a nightmare. But yeah, I, lo-
1: I love the helicopter guy. the uh, traffic guy. Yeah. Do they do that anymore? I don't know. I feel like
0: that was a thing from the nineties. I don't know. Traffic's but, crazy on the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Wow, we've really digressed here. This is good. We should consider a traffic or weather person. OK,
1: here for our listeners, right oh, look hey. there. There's one right there. There's yeah. a <laughs> mark. The shutter. <shark. laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We're off the rails. The wheels have fallen off. Uh, so I think with all that, we will bid you all adieu. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in a couple weeks. We're going to take next week off, yeah. um, but we will be sure to be back in two weeks. We'll talk about the NFL. We'll talk about previewing those games a little bit further in uh, the college football world. And uh, that's probably all we'll look we'll at touch some on. of the other bowl games too. I mean, there's only a million of them, so hey, and hopefully by then we're celebrating being in the, uh, the fantasy finals, craft fight hunger bowl. <laughs> <laughs> The bump, ba-bum, ba-bum, ba-bum. <laughs> the camping world bowl, yeah, with my Notre Dame yeah the Bass Pro Shops Great Outdoors Bowl. We'll touch on all of them. Why not? We should. Yeah. We'll, we'll cover a bunch of the the marquee. By match-ups. the way, really
0: quick, we were both really upset with our teams that we follow in college and their bowl game matchups. We actually wanted to play each other. Notre Dame and Auburn would have been a lot of fun. That would have
1: been a great. But match-up. instead,
0: we got the Big Ten little sisters of the poor Minnesota
1: and you, Iowa got, State,
0: Iowa State.
1: What? <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a tough Is that time a with Minnesota. Team? Iowa you're, State. <laughs> the, Auburn's going to have a tough time with Minnesota. Why? PJ Fleck.
0: Ugh. Keep rowing that boat, baby. No way. We're gonna roll, we're gonna steamroll Minnesota. I would be more scared if we were playing like UCF again. I don't like playing those non power five schools. They're they're always up for the bowl game regardless of what it is because, well, because it's their championship. They feel like they should have been in a better bowl. Yeah. So like you get like UCF or they like FAU. Spurned. They're they a spoon lover. So they, all of a sudden it's their Super Bowl and you know, Auburn on the other side doesn't give a crap because it's oh, great, you know? Yeah. yeah.
1: And this year is gonna be really interesting. I know we said we're gonna wrap this up, but this year's gonna be interesting college football. With the bowl games, Nick Saban is right. Everything is about the playoffs now. Yeah. So all of these seniors or upperclassmen, the juniors as well, that are sitting there going, "Hmm, I'm looking at my NFL draft stock. Can I improve myself at this point in one game, Mm, or am I going to risk injury?" Look at the players that came out last. The last few years, right? They've done very well for themselves. That skipped the bowl game. Yep. The marquee one is Christian yeah. McCaffrey. Yeah. Guy's been an animal in the NFL. Absolutely. First round draft pick. Yep. Making a ton of money. I think Bosa Skips missed his Stanford's Stanford's game.
0: half of his senior season at Ohio State. Yeah. Just yeah. he was healthy to come back and said, "No, nah, I'm good." Yeah.
1: Why yeah. risk injury? Yeah. You know, and it's the same argument that can be made about Tua. Is he going to come back? Why? Why? You Why know, would you? There's nothing but,
0: else to prove or show. And really, really quick, I just have to get this off my chest too, since I let you go on about the Patriots last week. Uh, Lane Kiffin is uh, apparently oh, yeah. well, after he coaches his bowl game with FAU is finalizing a deal to come back to come to Ole Miss, come back to the SEC, which just drives me up the walls because not only is it the SEC, it's the SEC West. So now I got to see this douchebag uh, <laughs> every year and I can't stand him and I hate him. I hated him when he was at Tennessee. I didn't like him when he was at USC. Now he's back in the SEC. Snake, snake, snakey.
1: Ugh. He's a snake. This is not being well-received by a lot of Ole Miss fans, by the way. I don't blame him. The guy's a douchebag. But he recruits. Oh, great. That's
0: awesome. Something's going to go wrong with it, of He's course. He's going to get slapped around. He's going to the same thing Jimbo Fisher and Sumlin already left. These guys come into the SEC. They don't last long. They get tired of getting whooped up on by LSU and, and Auburn and Bama. He'll be gone soon. Jimbo Fisher ain't long for living at AM. We'll see how long Lane Kiffin
1: lasts in the SEC. Yeah, I'll give him a few seasons, maybe <sighs> at most. But uh-huh. something's going to go wrong there but this is recruiting violations come on oh, baby, they're coming they're coming but he's gonna end up as a head coach elsewhere yeah. a, you know, know a, yeah. a decent squad yeah. like in Rutgers or something FIU like that maybe. He'll make the, keep circling
0: those sport yeah. teams. <laughs> yeah.
1: alright enough jibber jabber at this point drink your coffee That's walk great. right into the microphone again <laughs> 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 Had a great time with you today, Mike. Likewise, covering lots of stuff. A lot stuff. of fun. And uh, again, everyone tune back in a couple of weeks. We hope to uh we hope to get this podcast out soon, very soon on iTunes and Spotify across across all those major streaming platforms. So uh, for those who are finding us at mywinners.com, we appreciate you listening. We appreciate mywinners.com and winners for hosting us. Absolutely. Uh, we we appreciate our sponsor, Bobby Vs, for sticking around with us as well. So with all that said, we are going to bid you adieu. If thanks. you're still in
0: the fantasy playoffs, good luck for the for the next ah, couple of weeks, yes. and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.